listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now let me change the topic just a bit. Talk about the ips with the fat ass and tits coming to the club looking for a star and got ten dollars for a drink at the bar scoping around looking for the best dress smelling for the endo passing up the stress sniff sniff yo what does the ip smell a brother like swab with the pockets that swell action was thrown the ip was blown next thing you know i had it at my home all alone object to get paid only thing that happened was the ass got laid now no ends and the ass was sprung use a little tongue but believe in well hung so lesson well learned for all you hip hop club hopping hoes it ain't about the starter man it ain't about the dough so you gotta get on off of that shit and stop fighting that feeling hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday which means it's feedback time Mm-hmm. you guys can find us everywhere you find podcasts like itunes and stitcher and you can leave us five star reviews there you can and we read them on the air as long as they're nice we do you can go to our website and leave comments the black guy who tips.com leave comments on each episode uh leave comments on the uh list smack, uh lip good uh leave comments on spoiled movie reviews leave comments on everything premium yes. regular shows whatever we appreciate the time people taking the time out to do that we do and we did do some of those things we did a spoiled movie review for lion king mm-hmm. and uh i did a medium talk with bossy ikby which i actually put out on the regular feed so you guys yes, can leave sir. comments there i hope you enjoy that interview when you get to it um and copper book i'm telling the truth but i'm lying mm-hmm. available everywhere you find books um barnes noah indie bound amazon you know um and then uh what else am i talking about um you can leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 just make sure it is two minutes or less so you will get cut off you can also donate to the show the black guy who com on the right hand side says hey you want to put something on this and you can choose to do a one-time donation you can do a recurring donation it's whatever you want to do we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that we do the official weapon of the show ill and the unofficial spoke and bullet ball extreme and let's shout out the people that did give us money because thank you i dedicate this song Recession, mm-hmm. depression, depression, and unemployment. And unemployment. How y'all doing? This song's for you. Today's, Today's a new day. day. Shout out to David from Brooklyn, recurring donator. Thank you. Ricky A. Thank you. Pretty Ricky, what to call him? Black Film Press Comics. We appreciate you. Laura F. Thank you. Got a brand new recurring donation from Triangle Wine Co. Hey, hey triangle wine code we appreciate y'all we do uh Calfani g thank you christopher from hawaii thank you uh april g thank you brian f appreciate you Corey the tickler thank you so much tabitha m thank you dia h alexis h no relation virginia g our girl ray sonny out there writing uh for a black woman sketch so i saw the finally uh the, the teaser trailer was dropped so looking Go forward ahead. to watching that um wanga from the down under thank you tanya s appreciate you samuel hj thank you dana oh thank that was dana w but uh dana uh rebecca m thank you and oh that's everybody thank you let me go ahead and play this back today's a new day 
but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds. It's like a gold mine. Today's a new day. But tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's alright. Uh, I almost gave up, up my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower and I smile, even when it hurts me, I smile, I know God is working, so I smile, even though I've been here for a while, I smile, smile, it's so hard to look up when you look down, I show a hate to see you give up now, you look so much better when you smile, Smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Whatever you're going through. Smile for me. Erectile dysfunction, whatever. Smile. Credit card people won't stop calling. For me. And the people say, oh, oh, oh. All right, let's talk about our five star reviews. The favorite kind, the only kind that we respond to. Mm-hmm. We got one from Jay Greenberg who says, The perfect voice, five stars. I, like most people, got into the Black Guy Tips thanks to their Game of Thrones reviews. Well, I have to correct you on that one, buddy. That's not how most people found us. Mm-hmm uh i would say most people probably found us through uh bomani jones uh blacking it up mm-hmm. um which are other podcasts uh maybe my twitter feed possibly um i that, that was lower on the word uh, of mouth word of mouth uh so putting black in the search engine for itunes yeah a lot of people just was so. like black and we popped up on the list yeah so. we done came a long way uh the black boy and hey arnold had us beat for years we was like we're gonna take you down but that's not to take any credit away from that vice piece Mm-mm. because uh them thrones definitely was uh the thing that a lot of black podcasts got um you know got got attention from mm-hmm. uh over the last uh few years of podcasting and i like once again can't mention it without mentioning the, the fellas uh firestarter.com podcast like that was uh where i first heard that phraseology before even there was a hashtag to contribute to on twitter they was talking okay. about them thrones right so yeah uh but i but i don't care how you got here we just happy you here we are i have been hunting for a review show to help process my feelings on the last season and when i heard rod play the yin yang twins whenever Euron was mentioned i knew i was in it is worth uh. signing up for their premium content so that you can listen to all the game of thrones recap shows Mm-hmm. but then there's more ron and karen are amazing at discussing news and current events without the hammy element that is often found on other shows and i still find myself laughing out loud in inappropriate places because i have my headphones in listening to the show people look at you weird in the grocery store don't they <laughs> i listen to a lot of podcasts and i i um I, I can't say it enough on the show but i'm definitely an introvert uh so now i go out shopping by myself with my headphones in and it's so weird <clears throat> when i go to a gym uh to play basketball or something i have my headphones in you know stretching pumping up my basketball because it has a weird leak in it um you know doing whatever shooting around 
and sometimes i'm listening to podcasts and it's so funny i start laughing it's, it's like people treat you like are you an insane person is everything okay i'm like isn't that funny you come over to check on me to see why like why are you smiling and having a great time people do that they do that at work too it's almost like you have a smile what happened what is wrong i feel like you'd be better off crying in a public space Mm -hmm. and people would leave you alone like they would because they don't want they feel like it's a problem right i'm like clearly you're interrupting what i was listening to but sure let me explain to you what a podcast is uh but yeah uh a perfect add to your subscription list because you'll never be without something new to listen to thank you thank you thank you we appreciate it shout out to going premium man um and yeah if if you're in the game of thrones of course we talked uh, a bunch of nerd stuff over at the nerd off but yeah a lot of our game of Th- all of our game of thrones recaps are behind the paywall mm-hmm. now an overdue review and an earnest question miles at self-critical hits who says trying to be real inconspicuous and not make eye contact with anybody as i slink up to drop my five in the collection plate been lurking in the back since uh when i heard rob call rod calling to twib years ago and i'm ashamed well you can you hear now don't be ashamed you showed up right on time like i said the shame is if you don't do it once you do it you can turn around and look at everybody else and shame them on the walk up i would like i'm putting five on it today i know i've been coming in here for seven years but you know what today i'm putting five on it and the rest of you broke motherfuckers that ain't putting in nothing you broke bitches you gotta be ashamed of yourselves you're taking all this good content and just not giving back like i would am i, would, I judging you yes i am because right. i just put five on it i'll be a total hypocrite uh, yes you, i would too you should enjoy that stroll really though there's simple there's simply no other podcast that's funnier more insightful more authentic or more consistent than the blackout tips come for the delightful games and alternatively inspired and awkward puns stay for the in-depth discussions <laughs> and uh sharp uh political analysis oh thank you thank you and as a white guy listener i'm pretty sure this show has made me less of a jerk i, I would yeah i would I bet on that so, baby i would bet on that one time a long time ago i, I won't say the person's name because uh but somebody on twitter tried to tell me that i show doesn't like help people and shit like or that you know when people tell us that we shouldn't like believe them or whatever and obviously they're you know goes without saying they're probably a pretty miserable person just in general but i was like i don't know i really do think because i know that i've improved in my life and seen perspectives that i wouldn't have had if i didn't listen to other people agreed so it's in times where i was like yeah i didn't know this thing and i even when you don't take it all the way in it's something you consider and it's a perspective you navigate the world with and you go okay that's different that's different and you know i've grown and i've learned and there are phrases and terminology and things that we use now that i was would have never been introduced to honestly if it went for podcast yeah and not i mean like i said you take in what you take in what reaches you reaches you and uh we don't do the show to be that kind of show Mm -mm. but if that's a side effect of it i'm more than happy to be like yeah cool like because because let's be real there was shit i didn't think about or know until i heard it somewhere right and i think that's something that it's it, at once we want to act like everyone should be woke as fuck and get everything but at the same time we disdain we have total disdain for the learning process and total disdain for any mistakes people make and we can't have both and i don't want to create a platform that is that because i'm sick of those fucking platforms i'm so sick of the fucking like a person fucked up let's talk about how they fucked up today and how we would never ever fuck with them again like i get that that's like there's a space for that people need that but it's become like 
to me it's become even more toxic than people making mistakes like it's become more toxic because it's like now i'm just anxious of being around or in a community with people that are so hard on folks that it's like they're not real anymore correct you know and so when somebody fucks up and you know i'm not talking the willfully antagonistic shit but you know when they're fucking up or they're learning or whatever like there has to be some tolerance for that so um i would imagine that just listening to other people's voices that aren't yours you're gonna get perspectives you don't have mm-hmm. um and that's not just as a white guy if straight people listening to our show are gonna hear us talk about topics that they're like oh i d- didn't even think y'all even gave a fuck or would talk about that you know um people that are um you know immigrants like there's just certain shit you're gonna hear and i and vice versa i've listened to a lot of people's shows i listen to more podcasts than we put out and i'm you know i'm always like oh okay well that's something new didn't didn't know that same uh and it has made me less of a jerk because just for that one simple thought of like oh boom my my mind is open to something i had not considered right or or either i've considered a point of view or a uh person's perspective that i never would have thought of due to my privilege right rod and karen are just that good now an important and earnest question as a white does leaving this review qualify as doing the bare minimum such that i can get an invite to the cookout i can bring paper plates oh for sure yeah absolutely oh, yeah. paper plates Come on. You, um, of chairs. course you can go to the cookout mm-hmm. i mean i'm Paper not balls. gonna i'm not gonna be there but if you just no, tell not them be there. just tell them that rod sent you um they will probably put you in the line with the other white people that i've sent uh and it may take you a few hours to get in it will be i mean we're talking yeah, disney world disney world length line of white people invited by me that i think they will have to do like some sort of uh tsa screening as yeah. y'all enter because I, at this point i've invited so many but he has uh you know if you're a true ally you will wait in line and uh and you know see if you know mm-hmm. wait with your paper yeah. plates and come on in and two-step with us yeah come on in and learn how to electric slide come so, on don't believe just whatever you do don't believe these black people that say there won't be any white people to cook out they're yeah. all lying they're mm-hmm. all lying okay yeah. yeah many of these white people have white best friends white family members mm-hmm they will be at the cookout some of them actually sponsored it i don't think i've ever been to a black cookout that didn't have at least one white person i don't think i've ever been to one one. unless it was like three people or some shit like it's always some white person and we like who 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 they with yeah you tell who they married to who your boyfriend girlfriend who who who, who you in a relationship with who white man is this like like literally all black people that's their first thing who white man is this who do you belong who is your peoples only on twitter did it become like this fucking impossible thing no black person ever seen a white person at a cookout once twitter started like nah man that's not true Mm -mm. um yeah so let's get back to the five star reviews we got one more uh kayla h says bullet ball salesman five star hey y'all first i'd like to start off with my point lol a while ago i wrote you guys i'm a student at uncc and i started listening around the time i transferred i love your show and you all inspire me to be more conscious and what i indulge in what's in with social media i'm a little nervous going back to campus soon with what happened last semester but your show has helped me help my anxiety greatly with your positivity yo you want to know a, a crazy story about that that shooting that happened on campus at uncc um that was the same day that my nephew was born it was and he was born in that hospital at uncc we had to go up there that day Mm -hmm. um helicopters was flying everywhere it It was was nuts it was still kind of getting dark early and stuff Mm -hmm. um 
so yeah i I mean and it i i don't know how you uh i think it was so sad to me how common places become but also in the same scheme of things it was like how life keeps going on like people lost their lives that day and then you know here we are happy welcoming in a new life into our family you know so it was just like a really really surreal moment you know and talking with my niece about you know she's in school now so she's talking about school shooting drills and Mm -hmm. all that stuff man it's just i never had to go through i think it's unconscionable what we have allowed to happen on our watch to the kids of today Uh, and i don't think i don't think there's anything that will ever be able to make up for the trauma that we put these kids through in the same way that we have generations of trauma from uh people that grew up under threat of nuclear war from the uh you know get under your desk like that's mm-hmm. gonna stop the nuke um that we're, these kids that do these shooter drills and shit they're gonna grow up and have s- severe trump traumatic issues for their whole lives because this is not right <laughs> like it's not oh it shouldn't be okay a thing you think about at school every day or however long often they do the drills like a fire drill you shouldn't think about someone coming in and shooting up the school and what you need to do to prepare for that that shouldn't right. even be a thing that happens in america fire drill tornado drill you know acts of nature right um love you both and please recommend some places for my friends and i to eat in charlotte lol bullet ball gold champion kayla um well um first of all i know you're in school so you probably can't afford to do this but if you uh go premium or you uh listen to our, our premium shows uh let's Mackin good we have been highlighting a lot of places to go um uh lately but uh as part of the episode like we now have like a meals of the week and mm-hmm. we talk about the meals that we ate <clears throat> uh, around charlotte um and depending on which part of charlotte i mean if you okay with driving a little bit because i think you'll be up in the north side where mm-hmm. you will see charlotte mm-hmm. um and we mostly eat like south side downtown and uh you know like that that kind of place like yeah. may, maybe uh yeah maybe uh we might drive out to a matthews or something like that but um i like this place called kindred it's in davidson yes um which is like not that far from you maybe 15 20 minutes for you um they have some outstanding that's some weird hours because they uh they food is that good Mm -hmm. but uh i would check out kindred if i was you um that was an amazing meal Mm -hmm. i i think about them every weekend and i never had get the timing right where we can end the show and go right um (laughs) but kindred uh shang raymond s-h-e-n-g uh shang ramen uh is a new spot over in the valentine area that we love Mm -hmm. um i think they might have the best ramen in charlotte yes sir and their yakitori is fucking amazing awesome um what was that place that everybody got mad oh not everybody a couple people got oh crazy fish crazy fish with a k that's also a good place off of central um the portion size is so big like you listen even on a college budget if you go up in there and you and your friends can actually go half on a plate and split that shit and y'all mm-hmm. will both be full come on take it back and be eating on it two or three days right so those are just a couple off the top of my head karen did you have any extras you would like to recommend before i move on mm, not that i can think of right now okay yeah well and like i said list smacking good we always highlight a couple places and we're always trying new places you can also follow me on yelp uh where i actually leave reviews and stuff oh so. cabo fish 
cabo fish taco oh my god yes it's not the one on no in no die mm-hmm. not, not the one no off north davidson mm-hmm. the not one in one. valentine yes the one in valentine give you bigger fish in your tacos and like i said oh and it won't break your bank like you get basically two tacos for about twelve dollars and they big as fuck and it come with like a side i like the avocado pasta right now um and they size are hit or miss let me just put that out there too that size are hit or miss they it depends got, on who makes them for the day yeah refried beans uh avocado pasta is good um but uh little them tacos are so fucking good they're so fucking good i always um, get the two fish specials whatever yeah, the fuck they are i'm so, like two fish specials yeah and the no that one there's no parking the line mm-hmm. is long uh sometimes it's crowded and then, got the mm-hmm. and then the uh fucking uh the goddamn tacos man it's just not full enough they're not it's not enough meat in them tacos dog i need my meat falling off of the the fucking tortilla like i need to be like oh shit that's not like oh i gotta eat some of this on the side like that's a little snack save for later you know what i'm saying so (laughs) all right uh we did get a question in the chat from steph diller who says okay how do you time manage all the media you take in i barely keep up i feel late to shit lol oh i don't i don't keep up Mm -mm. so uh i we have a few things that we routinely make sure we watch every week um things that are really good to us uh i know ages of shield karen and i watch together that's my jam uh sometimes i try to wait for karen to watch things with me which is almost always a mistake because she'll kind of give up on things or just go find other things to do and not really be that dedicated to it so like today i'm finishing warrior mm-hmm. uh which is 10 episodes kung fu action on showtime i believe or mm-hmm. cinemax one or two i think cinemax and uh i fucking love that show but it just uh, i we got five episodes in and then karen just gave up on it so i just had to finish it my on my own yeah it got boring. Um, netflix stuff i'm just uh not uh and no it did not get boring it was not boring uh at least not to me um netflix stuff i haven't watched jessica jones i haven't watched a lot of the stuff that stranger things most of the stuff that that people on netflix watch that they roll scroll through real fast i don't watch that stuff and um because of my social media circle i've learned to not watch that stuff with everyone right because everyone acts like it was just game of thrones but it's not it's it's people it's people in general and their fandom in a lot of cases gets really uh what do you call it? gets really toxic i guess that's the best way to describe it like a lot of people watching anything is almost always gonna turn out into a fight or mostly negative very yes. very rarely do you see people watch something that everyone likes it it's, right it's always like a discussion that everyone wants to have and even when something's critically acclaimed there's always like an angle that it was like it wasn't did it didn't do this well enough or it did that too good or um like say with uh when they see us everybody watches it and then it becomes a discussion about how traumatic it is and okay uh, why well i won't be watching it and y'all can't make me watch and y'all better not guilt me and it's like no one's guilting you no one's Nobody. coming at you and so the discussions around things become so i don't know annoying to me so i so certain things especially streaming things i just stay out of it um or i don't talk about it on the show or i don't talk about it on twitter that much like i watched snowfall and i did a recap with um allegra and mariano Mm -hmm. last week 
for uh tv8 my brain podcast i suggest you guys go listen to it It it's very fun conversation but like i prefer to talk to them about it in that scenario than i would like to talk up to about it on like my facebook page right you know and plus we have a podcast and an outlet so i'm i'm never really feeling like i like i'm begging for interaction in that way Mm -hmm. unless like maybe we're not doing a podcast that week or something so anyway uh that so i don't keep up with shit and i don't care about feeling late i think the the idea about feeling late to shit is really about peer pressure and about wanting to fit in right there's nothing wrong with wanting to fit in we all have social pressures and stuff Mm -hmm. but that's what that feeling really is is everyone's talking about this thing and i'm and i don't know it or i don't know and it's okay like i'm okay being late i'm okay being left out but my mentality is already um the my default mentality is already set to uh leave me the fuck alone so i might not be the right person to ask no you know i'm definitely not the right person to ask because i'm old and i'm an old black woman i'm like i don't know and i don't care and i just keep it trucking yeah so you know i like i said it doesn't all get to game of thrones level but just a lot of discuss like i I was watching pose with everyone quote-unquote on twitter uh, two weeks ago when candy uh something happened to the character candy and it was so many like people like well, like they couldn't let you tweet and have an, and like be like oh this thing happened it was like and it's trash isn't it don't we all agree and i like and i'm like so if i would have disagreed with you and said like well actually i'm enjoying this episode or whatever it's gonna be a fight and now we're not really talking about the episode or enjoying it or watching anymore now it has to fit into a narrative of it's the worst thing ever or it's the best thing ever or whatever and i was like oh i forgot i don't normally do this i normally talk about shit that's either not that popular or i wait till these niggas is done getting their hot takes off and then i talk about it a few days later i'm like oh yeah that's right claws is good this week you know anyway that's why uh oh that's what happened seven days ago we got a five star review on stitcher five stars because gucci man would agree that's right we a five star podcast Mm -hmm. still law says i have been listening to this podcast since either 2008 or 2009 oh you You go way around for a hot second baby you in the way 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 back machine okay um you in the us hovering over the blue ball mic yeah uh, it's a blue ball i about to say blue bell but i think blue, it's blue ball. blue ball you had it right karen <laughs> um <laughs> uh but probably oh nine i felt that radio had gotten trash plus lil wayne on t-pain were on everything so i felt trapped uh yeah lil wayne t-pain was running things um although they had uh i mean they had some bops though come on then a co-worker introduced me to stitcher explained what a podcast was outside of joe rogan basically every podcast i had favored it and oh nine has vanished mm, yeah mm-hmm. oh sometimes i look at my stitcher because i've never gone there and my stitcher is a graveyard of podcast right ain't been updated in forever i haven't been on my stitcher and i know mine is dead like i'd be wanting to fuss at my, my peoples and be like man i was enjoying your show come back but i understand it's it's already enough stuff going as a creative i don't like when people push on me uh even though you know you want to let people you want people to know like oh we want you we're listening right but at the same time like i don't like like do what makes you comfortable if you gotta quit because you need to quit go ahead it's cool 
but just know that i'll always gonna be missed i will for always ever miss you, you yeah know? you'd be like that wolverine with that with that picture everybody be joking on I, i'm wolverine rubbing going i miss you yeah i think one of my podcasts just just quit uh like a few months ago it's taking a while before it sank in but i think they done it's uh we just saw a movie it's one of my favorite podcasts Aww. and i and they haven't done an episode so long i hit them on twitter it was like you know everything cool they was like yeah but we ain't got an episode and that is literally like low-key one of my faves right i look yeah. forward to that every week are, and now it's just gone they are hilarious like that needs to be a word for when the podcast stop podcasting and then you just have depression because they gone right. uh <laughs> uh the blackout tips is easily my most listened to show period podcast or otherwise i've learned a great deal from you too and hope your longevity makes even snoop dog jealous i'll catch you all on the website oh man snoop dog shoot now that's a that's a long career that's a living legend we can only hope all right episode 1922 bacon wrap scallops on the website theblackouttips.com you can leave comments three of you guys decided to mike in london says let's face it bacon wrapped anything is good agreed yeah i think i'm yeah think you think you might be right i don't think i've really huh i guess you could wrap it around something i didn't like but then the bacon's still good correct so like bacon wrapped green beans i'd be like eh i will eat the hell i'll tell you one thing though throwing green throwing bacon in some shit i don't like you can't trick me same thing with ham and pork grandma you got i know what you're doing oh we put some ham in these green beans in between that and being wrapped yeah you put some ham in these green beans uh ma'am these are green beans (laughs) (laughs) With a, little, with a little bit of bacon juice right <laughs> oh have you ever had bacon wrapped brussels sprouts uh ma'am ma'am i will eat i will take three servings of bacon you can keep the brussels sprouts on the side cc says "Ooh, that looks delicious uh talking about the show art which was of course uh pan seared scallops wrapped in bacon mm-hmm. uh hi karen hi rod hey, about guys. the thing about the thing i asked about chimamanda uh but her book was free lol every student in sweden at the age of 16 got it for free oh wow that's nice well well, let me tell you something i'm gonna get even deeper than that was it really free though did that did her printing press company print out enough books for everybody at the age of 16 in sweden to just have they didn't you know did the workers get paid to print them joints out do you think they might have broke them off a little something like okay we give it to the students for free but somebody gotta pay for these motherfucking books and i don't blame her because it's labor we gotta figure out a way to get comfortable with the idea that people can do things that help folks but still deserve to be compensated and it doesn't then belittle the act of helping people right too much of what people's analysis is these days is some really simplistic like you can't run this organization and make money it's like yes people can and if the ultimate good is that people are being helped then okay so you live in a nice house now i don't care because because the people getting helped aren't going to care no they're not now if you can figure out some way that they're not helping people or something like that cool like they're harming more people than they help or like i completely get those stories i've heard stories about the red cross and i'm like totally understand why people say fuck the red cross but in a lot of cases it don't even be that you know so yeah she if someone paid for them books y'all just didn't the students and that's cool 
uh, i had to buy mine twice but yes i see what you're saying and to be honest i don't wait you had to buy yours twice cc you gotta make some friends okay because if they giving books away free to everybody 16 i'm gonna tell you right now 16 year olds don't know shit a lot of them ain't read that book you, I, I sure wouldn't have at 16 i'd be like the fuck is this karen wouldn't read it today okay no i would not so i mean a free book uh to some 16 i know you just need to meet like two people and they would be like girl you can have this book uh but yes i see what you're saying and to be honest i didn't really think about it that way thanks for the feedback i'll take this under consideration white people with money do have more resources than me so yeah i'll think a step further and see if i can make something happen myself yeah i mean look i don't know how difficult it would be to coordinate but i wonder if it's something where like if she was doing a paid talk and and, and who knows right because keep in mind people say no to this stuff all the time and i understand right hey i'm getting paid five thousand dollars come speak at your school it does not mean i want to you know come to your local student union and talk to y'all for free you know maybe maybe it's not gonna happen i don't know but why not it doesn't hurt to ask Mm -hmm. and with this and with content so readily available now like via streaming and youtube and stuff a lot of times these these people have like stuff out there in the world and shout out to a lot of these uh spaces that do pay these people money they will then put it online put it on a youtube channel mm-hmm. you can go watch the talk later and stuff mm-hmm. and uh I, I definitely understand it's not the same as being in a room but mm-hmm. i feel like people are trying to find that balance between like capitalism you know and the system of like we need to make money to pay rent and like altruism and like making a living while not you know trying to take advantage of people so i hope i hope though i'm glad it gave you something to consider but i don't have an answer (laughs) um let's see uh as for stepping on my toes nah thanks for giving me another view to consider love cc oh thank you thank you baby yeah that really does uh that means a lot to me when people you know because sometimes i think people write in and they have like a point of view and it's basically like y'all have to get down and lay down with this and that almost never works out because since when have we ever been you know that black and white but uh yeah we can only give you our you know answer your question give you what we think about it and i try my i try to always be considered and not be too like demeaning other person right now and uh totally understand like that feeling though of you know why isn't this like a black space everywhere this person goes but i mean i've read some of chimamanda's work and it's not really for black people only you know so even in her mind she didn't write she didn't think i don't think she thought in my guess it would be in her mind she didn't think i wrote this and now i want to look into a room and see a sea of black faces and nobody else you know evie says i had bacon wrap scallops as one of the uh hors d'oeuvres i'm just thinking about the first time i saw hors d'oeuvres spelled out i could never spell it if you right put a gun to my head and said we were gonna kill your family i will flunk that spelling b they I'm, I'm, let me at least say goodbye can i say goodbye to my family because there's no way mm-hmm. i'm getting the spelling because right. the way it sounds and the, the, the spelling i was like oh shit that's how you spell it Mm-mm. yeah and i started off with an o they'd be like no ma'am yeah i remember the first time i saw it spelled out and i didn't i was just trying to read it and it was like sir which uh you know it's like uh these are the or hors d'oeuvres on the menu and i was looking at it, i was like the hors d'oeuvres <laughs> yes okay so the hors d'oeuvres i'm gonna take the bacon wrap scallops uh that was like, I'm like you said hors d'oeuvres oh they're like no ma'am <laughs> right. no ma'am eh. 
where does the fuck that spelling be where does preposterous come from right in the middle of the word the fuck is this i don't know where the uh i don't even think i can't even spell that good enough for spell check to like fix it Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. my shit would just be be wrong mm-hmm. hour of the <laughs> the overest oh mm-mm. uh noom nope 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 yeah. I, I call it an angry eyebrow where they get the angry eyebrow over that o from mm-mm. Mm-mm. i wonder what uh what it means in in french like what's you know what i'm saying like obviously it means like food before the meal but i wonder what that phrase means all oh, the translation yeah, yeah you know so yeah or there's um anyway or latin or something like what where'd that come from anyway i had those as though or there's at my wedding some years ago and i'll never forget that one of our guests plus ones took the entire tray from the waiter and put them in her purse <gasps> as rihanna would say that was the most ghetto shit i have ever seen but they were bacon wrap scholars so i understand mm-hmm. i hope they had it in a good container because you know that pocketbook was greasy as shit listen every time i have run up at a on a bacon wrap scallop uh hors d'oeuvre in my lifetime i have always looked around like i was stealing something like i was trying to walk out of like cvs with some candy in my pocket like y'all just giving these away oh i'll take several of, oh i hope i don't look too ridiculous eating 12 of these uh bacon wrap scallops in a row right and they turn around that whole uh pocketbook for months but like why your pocketbook right. smell like bacon right like that, that that's a surefire way to get me at your event like right if you want a class like you want to make me feel like you know you uh you you balling put some motherfucking bacon wrap scallops anywhere i don't care if it's in the ghetto in the apartment Mm-mm. Uh, he's rich he is rich what he's got his own money and baby when i tell you he's got his own money i mean the boy has got his own money mm-hmm. you did it this time you hit the jackpot that's going that's me walking in there like i go to your wedding it's bacon wrap scallops i'm like oh my god she done chop she done gold dig her good one that's what i'm just trapped one get the bag baby get the bag secure Some- the bag sis somebody said this means um um outside of the meal odors oh that's all it means outside the meal okay i knew it meant some shit show me the money that's how i feel every time i see this ah! every time i see somebody the said, even on paper plates bitch yes paper right. plates every time paper I- towels Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm like they just really just they just leaving these out where anyone could take them. Like I thought I would have to steal in these. In a shits. paper cup, I'm there. Right. Like I, I thought I was gonna have to steal these motherfuckers. Oh but. my god, this beautiful. Right. Every fucking time, dog. Um. Anyway, the poll is bacon wrap scallops. Oh my god, I'm coming. Uh, I'm allergic or never had them. Karen the first one all right they're delicious 54 percent of y'all said oh my god i'm coming uh six percent said i'm allergic so Aww. sad such a sad life karen was allergic to shellfish at one time mm-hmm. then it just went away Mm-hmm. i don't know what like allergies i don't know you you grow out of them you grow into them who knows um and 40 percent never had them which wow like you gotta you gotta get invited to some swanky places or something like next time you see it on the menu order it yeah make it yourself if you have to Mm -mm, come on like i mean it's a bunch of recipes and you can like make them in um cupcake holders 
oh I you saw, can mm-hmm. yeah i saw a recipe where you could take like a cupcake holder you wrap the bacon scallop you know whatever and uh stick it down in the holder and bake it and then it get hot and then you take it out like a cupcake Sober King says bacon wrap scallops yes please to paraphrase the great American philosopher Rob Swanson that's my number three favorite food wrapped around my number one favorite food and Michelle says <laughs> Michelle says uh, should have had a fourth choice I like them they're good but not that good well Michelle you just a goddamn hater and we really don't have time for these type of negative opinions <laughs> you probably eat sugar grits that's probably what made you write that the sugar grit mafia it's all in the Aww. building that's sad really there's certain people out here just slandering the good name of bacon wrap scallops is not that good you must have the wrong ones who made your bacon wrap scallops what kind of bacon was they wrapped in turkey bacon i hope not is that what the problem was you was, oh, was honey maple bacon these turkey bacon these turkey bacon wrap scallops is just not doing it for me it's brown like, sugar bacon yes right like that like i don't know so um all right let's get to the next one episode 1923 bally Bully road um we had one comment uh known as love says this dude is so manipulative when i see his name trending i knee jerk feel like he is on some mission um who which dude um who are we talk about <laughs> uh we talked about jermaine dupree angry bangle bagel man r kelly um yeah i don't know i don't know which which dude oh maybe must mean jermaine dupree uh yeah i can see that i i mean i wouldn't have immediately thought like he plotting to be honest when i saw jermaine dupree's name training i said "Uh oh i hope he's not dead or something like that come on because it's like you don't hear from people in a long time and then they name training you like what did they do so i didn't know he was out here trolling the poll was was jermaine dupree planning uh this the whole time you know that interview and then then later he put out an event where he was gonna like the the female rapper cypher or whatever do you think he was planning it the whole time karen yes all right yes he was using the outrage for promotion 60 percent of y'all agree that with karen that he right because it was just too convenient um 40 percent of y'all says no he came up with this plan on the fly um alicia says with his et head ass oh no lakita says per the poll the brat's comments on what jd kind of solidified for me that he said what he said as a market employee to become re-relevant and to take advantage of the surge of women in hip-hop she called him strategic and a genius he got people talking and i guess that was his goal but i don't know if being laughed at was wow yeah that's that's so i just don't have respect for shit like that i get that i look at that the same way i look i mean not the exact same but the same type of uh mentality i look at like a lot of these evangelical preachers and shit on tv Mm. where it's like why are you gonna take it you know how people are you're just basically gonna take advantage of the fact that they're reactionary and triggered and there's years of like black women in hip-hop being denigrated and dismissed and so you took you you know you is easy to ride that base up you say the shit and then go ta-da my new event so i don't know if it would be worse if he didn't mean to do it and decided to capitalize or if he meant to do it the whole time both kind of suck yes they do episode 1924 the squad we have full comments um 
felix says man the thing that always confuses me about some of these anti-lgbtq laws in places like indiana and other former british colonies is that when they got control back of the country from britain and rewrote a bunch of laws these laws for some reason never get touched Mm. in my home country zambia they are still on the books even after all the trouble folks went through to get control back from british colonial officials yeah because you would think like oh they imported that homophobic viewpoint with them when they colonized some of these lands and uh oppressed us and then well obviously when we get the power and control back let's erase all the things that they've done to our culture that we don't like and they go they suffered this uh it was on to something with this anti-gay shit that's sad uh that's one of the reasons i say i don't think it's religion that is homophobic i think people are homophobic and then it takes form in organized spaces like religion or whatever group you know Mm -hmm. fraternities and sororities Mm -hmm. colleges uh so uh so many laws looked out looked at and revised but not this after more than 50 years of independence too after decades of being taught homosexuality was wrong i guess these prejudices just just linger yeah i would be i would wonder you know especially for lgbtq people in the area how was it you know old enough to remember how was it before Mm. you know like was this a thing where they forced this thing on 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 a a culture and a society that didn't have homophobia or was it like oh we had it and it made it easier for people to access a foothold to it i don't know Mm. i don't have an answer i'm just asking janica says laugh my ass off at these snake massages release endorphins i wouldn't be releasing nothing but my bladder i'll pass yeah can a snake give you a happy ending with the massage like how does that work i hope not get a little snake handy jay before you uh <laughs> to relieve the stress Mm-mm. no thank you uh no thank you and my thing it will probably bite you yeah i just yeah i I mean or wrap itself around you and constrict your neck or some shit who's supervising the snake who's in charge of not letting it kill me it is can a, you, it is an animal can you even stop it from killing me once it get wrapped around me no like i've seen snake handlers at like the discovery place or whatever you know they bring the boa constrictors out there and they like let it wrap around them and maybe they let a kid touch it or some shit and i'm always like yeah dog like if like when the kid when the when it starts wrapping around the kid too tight you know they'll try to pull it apart or whatever but i'm like what if that motherfucker just be like nah i'm gonna kill timmy Mm-mm. are you strong enough to do something i got i got him today phil g says what up fam you two are the best i'm not sure how to say this the best way but your boy is tired i'm tired of the 45 stuff tired of the bots tired of the hate i'm tired of being tired we all know we get to we need to get the current president out of office and into a prison but people act like after what that we won't have more issues mm-hmm. yes they do no matter who the next person is we have to deal with all of the clean up the of the current administration the hate it has emboldened and so much i feel people can't see the forest or the tree in front of them how do you keep how do we keep our energy and uh have enough to care about border migrants police white supremacist racism the economy ice cream liquors the attacks from the right protecting our interests when the left when the left made it hard sometimes the lgbtq community and all these rapists and abusers that are out here 
now when people ask me questions about anything that isn't a tv show or movie i have seen or want to i just say i don't care anymore man america is a burning dumpster currently that has burnt my energy out almost i thank you too for lightening up my day even though you have to take days off now and i get it keep up the greatness ride and karen thanks phil and yeah man we had to take days off um definitely to stay recharged um but it, to me it's not because i find the trump news to be depressing or whatever i actually find um i find like some of the stuff with like the infighting on the left to be more of a um more of a what's the best word to put it because it's not depressing it's just like it's growing pains that i think we need to go through um as a country and as as a political party as the democrats but i do find it to be like almost tedious because you're fighting people that are like i will say fuck you go to hell because you won't and increase minimum wage that is not at the same increase that i want you know what i mean and so it's like yeah we both agree we can improve this thing but we're uh, we disagree on how much we can improve it and then that becomes like the death knell like the like, fuck you forever you know it's one of the reasons that uh uh we don't really talk that much about the primary candidates and stuff because i i, I meant what i said I, I will vote for whoever wins but more importantly um i don't think it's necessarily the truth to like turn these people into our enemies Mm-mm. i don't like while i like some of them less than others i think there's a big ass difference between like bernie sanders and a lot of the republicans i think there's a big ass difference between joe biden and a lot of the republicans that um you know that i hate just i mean pretty mm-hmm. much that's the best way to put it and i think you talk about this shit ad nauseum all, all day when there's really nothing you can do about it but talk right you can't vote right now Mm-mm. uh you really can't even campaign much like go door to door for anybody because primaries haven't really started right um the only thing we're doing now is observing like a spectator sport and people want to argue about it the same way they argue about sports you know yes they do and i find that to be not very fruitful so i've actually been watching the jockeying for position and the power and all the stuff and watching the, the the you know the the fights about debates and and donors and stuff they they actually have so many fucking candidates that campaigns are already like bank almost bankrupt because there's not infinite money right you can't afford it and money can only go but so far and that's very interesting considering how many candidates have promised like i'm not gonna take special interest money i'm not gonna take uh big corporate donors and i'm like some of y'all actually do need to do that because it's not enough money from the american people to finance y'all's campaigns the way it is when it's just two people running come on so this this is a significant decrease in your um ability to promote yourself and when it's 22 people or whatever number y'all actually do need the commercials and promotion because i don't know half you niggas like i was watching the debates like now which one is he which white man is this you know Um, and i know the average you know person the woke person in my circle would be like well just drop out i don't know who you are but i'm like actually i would like to know your policies i like to know why the fuck you're on the stage what you've done that would make it you know why i should support you and that's the debate's not enough time no it's not so you need commercials you need um you know these interviews and the media stuff you need all this shit and they don't actually have enough money 
or there's so many there's not enough time for media to really highlight these people nope so good luck to them now but um but yeah i'm not feeling burnt out from that like literally i to be fair i'm not actually feeling burnt out at all like i I actually feel really energetic really happy i'm in a great place in my life great place in my career great place with all my relationships um we just take time off one to enjoy life right like the same you know like it's not like it's a drag um and then we also take time off too because um we i was working so hard and it was actually like uh to a point where you know they say it's true you work harder for yourself than you work for anyone else Mm -hmm. but to a point where it was almost like ridiculous you know it's like when am i gonna have my time yeah we would miss a lot of and we probably know us we ain't gonna go to everything but there were a lot of family functions and literally birthdays and things that happened when we was like we working we working we working we working we working working." yeah and y'all have literally as listeners y'all have more than enough content from us you look around the podcast landscape motherfuckers are not fucking with us period nobody doing what we do like networks of people don't do what we do come on um so uh between this and the premium stuff people have more than enough content i i i sincerely doubt there's somebody that's heard everything we've ever done and i don't want i don't think they should or have to but there's always an option out there if you don't you know hey they took a week off well we got movie trailer um sport movie reviews Mm -hmm. which is still out there on the um like now it's out there on the free feed so mm-hmm. there's no excuse you don't have to be premium to hear those we're constantly guests on other people's shows right with now they are a month behind those four reviews but still they're out there um you have all the premium stuff you have uh guest appearances and then you have like a vast archive of episodes so yeah like uh you know i, I like we take time off so that we don't feel burned out agreed as opposed to waiting until i feel burned out and being like i just need time off i can't deal with this shit you know evie says asap rocky is a clown and i can't fault anyone for not giving a damn about his plight but on the other hand sometimes it takes incidents like these for people to have their awakening and maybe this will change him for the better can't disagree with any of that uh as for amazon prime day you can go ahead and call me a coon because i was balling online wow wow that's wow balling right after you just said that about asap uh i'll call i'll just call al sharpton if i ever get in trouble because he seems like a forgiving type of guy yeah well that's what you do uh wouldn't that be funny if something happened to eve and it was like you know she got locked up for no reason and some motherfucker was on twitter like well she has said she crossed the line for amazon okay she fucked up the boycott so i actually think they should keep her ass in jail right? illegally we'll be like what but i feel like that's one day we are going to get there like i, I feel like the asap shit was egregious because his comments were so ridiculous and so fucked up and offensive but you know i, I do feel like one day it's gonna be stuff that's not that offensive and people gonna still be saying that kind of shit like this motherfucker said last season game of thrones was good keep him in calcutta i don't care about no international prison laws i hope they keep him forever life sentence uh the poll was did you boycott amazon prime day yes on purpose yes but by accident or no i needed them deals karen uh 
I, I fuck out it because I seen the deals. I I just had some restraint because I was looking at some shit. Well, so then that's on purpose or uh, yes, accident? On purpose. Well, then that that's not a faux cot. Faux oh, cot right. would be you weren't gonna get any. You, a faux cot would be you saw them deals and just was like, um, oh, you just didn't see nothing you wanted, so you weren't gonna get anything. So you you boycotted. No, uh, I'm sorry. Boycott is you look, you saw things you wanted but didn't buy them okay that's what you just said right okay yes so you actually did it on purpose so you did boycott amazon prime day congratulations karen you're an ally temporarily yes but by accident um that is uh 60 what 58 percent of y'all said that and no i needed them deals 32 percent of y'all it's like fuck fuck that shit like, I'm not going to tweet that I bought these deals, but I need these deals. I have my eye on that Instapot, and it went down $30. I'm not going to lie, guys. I pride myself on authenticity and honesty, so I will share with you guys now that it's over. I bought a uh, Nintendo Switch controller during the second day of Amazon Prime. I almost made oh, it. Oh, that's what that was. I almost made it, y'all. I, I, it looks like a... We needed one, too. It's a Nintendo Switch controller, but it also is shaped like the GameCube controller. Yes. So it's retro. Guys, I'm so sorry, but I needed it, okay? You don't understand my plight. Um, and, and, um, I almost made it. It was like literally a, a lightning deal that happened at the second day right before I went to bed and it was um motherfucking fat kid deals y'all they got me can't tell you i gotta stop following them i was trying but they was tweeting out the whole time i would time. never unfollow them the whole time fat kid deals was out there like them deals be so good you want this you want that get you a you know it was like everything like get you a charlotte Hornets started jacket for three cents i'm like oh, right. oh, and, oh and the thing is i don't know who run that but i'm gonna assume that that nigga because like shit be happening like your team will lose they'll be like yeah you want a trash can with this team on i'll be like the, the game is just over how did you know this fat kid deals man they are amazing yeah i've been keeping my eye out for a neutral bullet i see a neutral bullet that's good as bout yeah so they got me y'all i I tried to stay strong but i i saw that i said damn we do need that controller and it's on sale lightning deal act now shit i had to do it y'all uh but you know what's funny everybody talked about that boycott i haven't seen any um and maybe i just haven't looked for i haven't seen any articles about like the impact of that Mm -hmm. like did it work were sales down how do you even know because amazon's the one reporting the numbers right like i wonder because also that it didn't seem like an actual organized boycott on the fronts that to the point where people need to be acting all offensive because a lot of people just didn't know about it a lot of people didn't a lot of people was like oh word that's what we doing well, even I with our audience our audience is pretty savvy and 60 percent of them said i boycotted by accident like i didn't even know the shit was going on right uh rebecca says no excuse i made a purchase on boycott day but i'm poor so i don't matter anyway uh by the way when do we start black friday boycott because i've been on that train since i could shop get back to me when that's a thing it is a thing rebecca uh my boys uh the five starter crew they talk about it every year about boycotting black friday and i'm like no (laughs) 
i'm not now the thing is i don't leave my house on black friday anyway like fuck that a crowd have you met me but uh have you met me but like them cyber monday and online deals and shit i would do that and i hate when people like wait till the you know the deal day to be like this is the day we need to boycott i'm like that's actually no that's, that's not the, the that's day. the wrong time no. let's boycott when all the shit is at regular price and let's pick that day come on uh last one was episode 1925 return of comedy outliers michelle says as a west indian person i can't stand by and let the slander go unanswered island people drink rum and coke not jack and coke i never so i think mike uh mike brown made a, a joke about that um and as a jamaican and uh apparently it didn't pass the smell test Mm-mm. the poll was have you ever been choked or choked someone during sex without asking or being told to yes or no Mm-mm. well as you guys can see karen says no Mm-mm. uh and yes no for me as well uh yes 23 percent of y'all adventurous Mm-hmm. do i need to question y'all about this behavior yeah i mean that's why i said it's so wow but that's why i said when it happened like the season's already date was probably much more of a we should have a conversation moment than it should have been about how do we keep this guy from working again because a lot of the stuff that he talked about is all the stuff that men grow up thinking is okay and a lot of women are tired like well this is what a man would do and so this is like it's not sexual assault sis he didn't try to take it like yeah well uh it still is leaves with me feeling icky so fuck you you know i'm not required to think that was okay and at the same time if he wants to be a quote-unquote good guy then why would he not want to uh learn from that experience or understand how he has actions affected somebody else and instead we ended up being like he should just not work again and that you know it's very black and white and that was the end of it right and that don't fix the problem and a lot of this like we kind of talked about before comes between communication the most intimate thing you can do with somebody is uh have sex with them but it's funny how the sexual part is less intimate than the actual conversation people will have fucking mental meltdowns talking we don't you don't want to talk right which actually will simplify and actually edify the sexual encounter but right. people act like the talking is a, is a death nail like oh my gosh we gotta talk oh my gosh you're gonna kill the mood oh my god you're like well if you talk you would eliminate somebody possibly accuse you for rape if you talk you would eliminate feeling uncomfortable but see we've been taught because of the movies and porn that everybody just gets in the room cuts off the light take out their clothes and just fuck and everybody's just supposed to know what to do and know how to touch and know how to act and anything you do is an all no whole bars type of shit and people but that's not reality yep so 76 percent no 24 percent basically yes uh anonymous says this happened years ago and thankfully it never happened again we were kissing and dude just started choking me out of nowhere it was scary because we never talked about it before or if choking was even something either of us liked. i could tell he was doing it in a sexual way and not just trying to be outright violent but it was still scary for me since that isn't something i would have consented to in the first place and i didn't know when i was gonna when it was gonna stop i didn't see him again after that nowadays i'm vocal and upfront about what i do and don't like before anything happens to prevent any confusion right right and people act like when you do that you're killing the mood but that's true because people have been through some shit so you're like hey hey, hey don't you know hey. people have this whatever their your standards yeah. are and the all think about this the all chance that it is sexy and the person is with it 
is much smaller than the chance that they might not be set like or no, no, not much smaller i don't know what the percentage is right but the odds of it being a mood killer is it worth it because like if that happens and it ruins the mood it fucks up everything mm-hmm. as opposed to like just a little like are you cool with that or do you you know do you or wait for somebody to tell you you know like if somebody's yes. is, like if somebody's into that shit i mean hopefully they are the kind of person that like put your hand on their neck and be like choke me or some shit not not just some fucking like like you just pull it out of no oh no yeah, i don't know yeah, i'm just not that, that kind of guy yeah i've never had that happen to me and i'm thankful for that because i don't like to be restricted that's just yeah. me in a sexual encounter i like to be able to, to freely right. move my body so for me i would fucking panic because i was like right. the fuck is this right uh and uh interesting tidbit at least a month after i stopped talking to the guy i got a call from a private detective hired by his wife that i didn't know about he told me he was a single father raising his daughter alone while the mom left and moved to another country he's from lebanon i also wasn't the only one he cheated with according to the detective apparently dude was committed to being trash in every area of his life wow wow i I guess he wasn't asking a lot of questions so Mm -hmm uh and then we got a couple comments <laughs> we got a couple comments already for uh my medium talk with bossy ickby yay um it's uh episode 44 i'm telling the truth but i'm lying uh it'll be in the uh feed for like a month if you guys haven't got a chance to listen to it yet uh i suggest you do it's a great conversation phil g says i have missed you two talking thanks phil mm-hmm. i have missed us too and trey uh swindu says thank you bossy for sharing your story and mental health journey it is so good uh great to hear a person of color talk about mental health issues and not immediately say go to church to solve your problems therapy medication meditation exercise or whatever can uh can help you as well but thank you so much i can't wait to read the book bossy yeah um and like i said i can't stress enough that the book is so good Mm -hmm. so um i think i think you guys are really gonna enjoy it you're in for a treat yeah roger read and i just listened to him talk about it i'm eventually to sit down and we'll read it because roger the way roger sounds a really quick read it is quick and uh yeah it's just uh it's just uh it flows so well i think her book and damon young's book so far this year are my favorite books that i've read uh just because they are so like it's it's almost like with my brain it has to be tricked into reading like it has to be like oh and i'm also having a fun time and this is a funny person or i'm also this is like a poetic person and the phrasing and the words and the story that they're telling me is so like it just easily it's like i'm sitting out talking to a friend and then boom i'm like oh shit i read a book so all right we had a couple feedback um voicemail 704-557 zero one eight six is the uh is the voicemail line make sure your messages are two minutes or less because it will cut you off yeah. hi Kenneth, it's me katanya i'm a new fan i found your podcast after the hbo special with a, um about game of thrones uh, hashtag of thrones love you guys um this is just in reaction to your last the episode on monday 1924 um one first thing as i was wondering about um your um what happened with the, with the young turks i'm a cursory fan the young turks so for new fans i just wanted to do a quick notes version of what happened and two proof of that like um we've all had both my parents look for us um my parents gave me once um as a baby rum in my milk and i stayed up all night so um i lived through it i'm still here 
uh, through <laughs> college and masters. Love you guys, and hope to hear from you guys soon. All right, cool. Um, and they left. She left another message as well. Okay. Um, so I'll try to play that one, and then we'll try to answer both at the same time. I know the first one is about what happened with the young Hi, Turks. Hi, and Karen. Well, it's Katanya again. I was just trying to make it under the two minutes, so I went really quickly. Um, to clarify, um, about with my parents, they only gave that to me once. Um, this in the Caribbean, and I used to be a um, baby that didn't like sleep at night, so it was an old life tale in the Caribbean that you put rum in your child's milk and fall asleep. So, um, but that night I actually um, behaved worse, and I never did it again. So I just wanted to clarify that before anyone got up in arms. Um, and again, just want to say love you guys. Thank you so much for the service you're providing, and I look forward to seeing you guys on the show again. Oh uh, yeah. And I can relate to that because I believe I had that done to me one time when I was a kid too. Not by my parents, but somebody that was watching me. And, uh, I don't remember everything about it. I do remember that being like World War Three. Like, they was not with the shits. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like a generational difference thing. Uh, anyway, um, I turned out okay, I believe. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, all I, <laughs> look, I turned out fine. I just take a bottle of rum to the head every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And if that's, if that, if that's something wrong with me, then I don't want to be right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Uh, all right. And with the Young Turks, uh, Cliff Notes, um, okay so uh the year was 2016 okay now i think it was 2016 bernie was running against hillary it might have actually been 2015 um but anyway bernie was running against hillary it was at i think they had net roots nation was a uh event that black people go to it's like a white uh i don't know if it's a black event but i think it's like a white space and then black people talk like they had they invite different people to talk about different political things and you know they try to be really inclusive it's like a left-leaning thing although every time i see netroots nation some shit is going down so mm-hmm. i don't know i don't think i would ever go i don't know if it's the type of niggas that's going or if just they are so bad at running it that every every year there's just some shit i don't know either way um this year the, the year they went bernie sanders was there to speak um hillary clinton didn't go and then there was this white dude that was briefly in the race who was like the mayor of baltimore or some shit that everybody was like this nigga gonna lose mm-hmm. uh so they went there and that was uh there was a protest move by organized by some black women uh shout out to tia also she was shout one of them to and uh they were chanting say her name black lives matter they got on stage uh when uh because basically the first they tried to like talk them down because they this was a talk between like the candidates and like a host and they tried to like you know be like y'all calm down or whatever and so bernie and the other dude didn't handle it the best uh the the one dude and this keep in mind this is like one of the first protest actions we had seen with candidates in a while so this was also fresh like they weren't prepared they didn't know this eventuality was coming so uh the first dude the baltimore mayor said all lives matter which uh as you can imagine didn't go over too well 
then the second dude bernie sanders uh i think even invited them up to talk and they had like a little like a thing where they were like you know saying people's names who had died in the police you know like rakia boy say her name uh you know sandra bland say her name stuff like that um and then um bernie like wrapped up his thing and he was supposed to talk to them afterwards but he left whatever okay so that started a whole thing that weekend on twitter where people were saying stuff like uh you know like people were on twitter like heavily defending bernie sanders right like no you don't do this he's marched with mlk what's wrong with y'all we trying to get along y'all in fighting and you know of course black people was like well what if he's so woke and he marched with mlk and all this shit then why the fuck can't we like why can't we expect him to have a better answer than that or to you know to be up on these issues you know uh y'all the one calling him so woke and it was mostly white people telling us how woke he was and how great he was right and so i started a hashtag i did not i started as a joke as a joke and to me it still is a joke you probably can still see a lot of it on twitter but i've deleted all my tweets from that time but it was like hashtag bernie so black all right and i got interviewed for it so you can probably google bernie so black and see the interviews mm-hmm. um and literally it was a joke where i was just saying stuff like bernie so black he keep his uh <laughs> he keeps his uh uh space deck of cards in the crown royal bag right so stupid shit stupid funny shit right bernie so black he don't just come to the cookout he fried fish at the cookout right, right. just funny little shit and i didn't mean anything by it mm-hmm. i don't know this nigga i don't hate this nigga i don't love this dude it's just funny jokes because all these white people had told us how he was blacker than us because he marched with him okay right okay we go do the podcast mm-hmm. um while we're doing the podcast my phone will not fucking stop buzzing i'm like i'm like getting uh all kinds of notifications i had turned my notifications off i'm like what the fuck um and we do the show i come back you know look at twitter and shit and look at our email inbox and i'm i mean it's vox news wants it cnn wants to talk to you dan america whatever his name they want to talk to you npr would like to interview i'm like what the fuck just happened off of the hashtag and it was like it was trending number one in the world it's the biggest thing you know bernie so black and so you know i'm like for the show's sake yes i would do some of these interviews because obviously duh it's gonna help with the show a bit you know i actually think i was still working at this time mm-hmm. um so i don't even know if we were doing the show like five days a week or whatever i don't think we were i don't remember but uh yeah so they was like yeah dude you know you know like we want to interview you want to talk to you and so in these interviews people start being like uh yeah so uh you know you're at, like the black out is activist rod morrow and i'm like i'm not an activist right you kept saying it too and uh i would always shout out the actual organizers of it you know tia oso and i forget the other women but i knew it at the time but i would be like yo they're the people you need to be talking to because mm-hmm. i'm actually just a comedian i'm a podcast comedian i am making a joke i find these things funny i'm not actually against this guy right but the joke really took on a life of his own and people who were really pro bernie and here come the young turks they were very pro bernie just fucking did not like that i made that joke and they were treating me like i was like super serious there were people saying i was like he's getting george soros money and conspiracy theorists and all this shit and i was like 
i just made a joke y'all and our show became like this uh focal point for a lot of those like fragile white supporter types that really love bernie sanders or were really like green party third party or anarchists and they were writing these long emails we had to stop answering emails on the show about i was like Mm -hmm. stop writing about this Mm -hmm. i don't care and you know and even what's funny is after how they were harassing me online oh that was the other thing they were harassing me online saying racist stuff or asking like really the same questions over and over it felt like russian bots so i blocked a lot of people at the time uh some who may not have been like if you got blocked by me asking me about bernie sanders that's what happened i thought this is the 50th person to ask me this hour i gotta block them you know so that was a big thing and then um what was the other thing i was saying oh and so then um you know they would read the articles about me and be like you are you not an activist and i was like got tired of explaining myself over and over each white person wanted a new explanation like they couldn't read the other tweets i had done um and it was real. it gave me nightmares <laughs> i couldn't sleep mm-hmm. waking up in uh, cold sweats i remember that people were threatening me and shit mm-hmm. it was it was just too much it was too much and you know for karen she was like fuck bernie sanders fuck everybody that fuck with him fuck anyone that's gonna vote for him fuck him oh the middle the middle fingers dog right and even through all of that i was still very much like if the motherfucker beat hillary guess what i'm doing voting for his ass like i just did like i was not a i liked hillary more than him but i was not a anti-bernie sanders person but once again my you know my uh go-to is jokes so when motherfuckers start talking that shit to me i was joking they man's like i had so many jokes about bernie sanders Woo! like i man you go back and listen to that period of the podcast i guarantee you some like this nigga finna died like he old he you know he, he too black he too blacker than me like a bunch of shit you know but yeah it was so that's what it was um and at one point i just remember the day i like opted out of all that shit was like uh there was this dude uh he goes by russian star on twitter i forget his real name terrell j star that's his name and uh he was starting a reddit uh about black people and bernie sanders or black people in politics or whatever and he like emailed me like hey you want to like co-run this reddit with me we'll get um check marks on reddit like verified accounts and we could like you know talk to these what i assume to be white people about um bernie sanders and like how he could do better make inroads with the black vote and blah 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 and i said no you know and i don't remember if he hit me back or not after that i mean i think that was about it but i was like nah i actually don't give a fuck about this dude in that way and i'm not an activist and i'm not a political organizer and just because a black person has a political opinion doesn't mean you know that i want to like educate white people with it you know it just sounds like more work more toxic ass people that want to harass me i'm already having anxiety i'm already having and honestly even the people that i became like a uh you know i don't know if they were well-meaning or not but even people that became like more drawn to me in that drama Mm -hmm. they weren't drawn to me they were drawn to this like image of a person that was talking shit about this white man Mm -hmm. and i'm like that's not me all the time Mm-mm. this dude and his people is getting on my nerves but that's not me all the time you know so yeah it was a big ordeal so that's what happened and yeah the young turks and their fan base is a huge part of it several of their contributors 
went on twitter and were like hopping my mentions and sick all their people in my mentions and shit it's just weird shit like that which i'm like what would it matter if you like harass me on twitter about not liking bernie sanders it's not like i'm gonna i have one vote you know it's not like they listen to our show they don't respect our platform they just see a person they can fight with online and it felt very much like russian bots or or like a machine was controlling all these people and it just it was a big turnoff so um yeah i don't really fuck with the young turks and there's other things that we've talked about on the show about the young turks Mm -hmm. too uh the way that they felt about bernie sanders being interrupted by that group of black women who wanted to know about what their policies were about policing and racial discrimination um their reaction to those black women to me was racist because that's the same uh group of people that you know when president obama was ever like uh interrupted heckled whatever protest action whatever they was like yeah he needs to address these questions when it was uh code pink there's a whole section on youtube where you can see like a a video on youtube where they were totally different when it was code pink it was like yes code pink yes we support them they need to do this but when it was these black women advocating for black lives the young turks folded like a motherfucker and said "Uh uh-uh bernie sanders is our white man and y'all motherfuckers are out of line for even attempting to hold him accountable or to ask questions or on these policies he didn't beat these he didn't kill these black people you know that type of shit and that was a big red flag for me you know so that was it i mean you know and and by the way would have been the same if uh because hillary clinton got interrupted by uh a protester at one of her events Mm mm-hmm and you know uh now she obviously there's the thing people don't understand in these things there's no right way to handle it Mm -mm. whatever you do is going to be not enough if you listen to them they're going to be like you know this person is now cussing your ass out or or yelling at you or whatever reading you for filth essentially because their goal is to make a disruption and be kicked out that's Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. that's the fucking point you know if you give them the stage you know then now it's their thing people pay money at this event to see you talk now they gotta watch this shit um and this is a person you haven't approved don't know what their talking points are don't know if you even gonna agree with all that shit right it's a disruption on purpose that's the goal you know um and there's nothing wrong with that it's a symbiotic relationship right protester to establishment establishment to protester but um you know even she handled that shit better than like bernie or whatever or the 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 audience yelling like get off the stage and shit like that so um but if they would have been like fuck fuck the black lives matter protesters that interrupted hillary clinton i would have been the same way like nah like you can't say that and be for any protesters period ever if they're why is their shit not valid but everybody else protest is i don't understand that so anyway good luck to uh the young turks i mean they don't need luck for me they they rich they got all kinds of big money over mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. much as they bitch about politicians getting money they are funded down come on we could never fuck with their money on a good day okay mm-hmm. sink unger could buy 12 black guy tips podcast come on so i'm sure they ain't worried about what the fuck i be talking about um and shout out to how long it took them to realize i just be making jokes and then they finally left us alone what a year some crazy shit like that yeah it, it, it was yeah like i said like roger said me and him handled that completely different because roger know me i was like mama bear i was like the fuck is this bullshit yeah so they got that money they good um all right we got one more voicemail um and then we'll get into you guys uh 
your um, emails. I think we got one email. Our nationwide PPO plans are accepting. Okay, well, that is uh, if you guys need nationwide PPO plan, I should have screened that. Uh, Mr. Span writes in, credit is definitely a game. Yeah, I talked about how (laughs) I paid off my student loans and my car loans and then my credit score for oh, my FICO score with now mm-hmm. uh, credit is definitely a game and it hurts the most pe- for folks who don't who never learn it it starts the cash 22 when you start now you apply for credit but no one will give you a chance because you have no credit history or you have an old debt that you pay off and your score drops it makes no it's not it's, it's uh illogical the uh other part is that when your credit is bad and you don't or you don't have credit history for large purchase items you pay way more than someone with better credit for the same shit or you mm-hmm. might be denied altogether. Right. One of the things that made me start paying attention to my credit and wanting to fix it was when my wife and I moved from our apartment a few years ago, I was sure us being approved was a mere formality just based on my income. But they sure as hell gave your boy the Heisman because my credit at the time was in the low 600s. And all I really had in the in my name was a car note. And that was the worst feeling in the world to have to tell my wife we were denied something because of my past financial irresponsibility. Mm. Fast forward to now, and I play the game. I got reward credit cards now that pay me to do shit I would be doing anyway, like paying the cable and phone bill, points for groceries and gas. And since we want to travel more, a Sky Miles card too to play pay for flights by, again, uh uh just paying for things we would be spending money on anyway yeah that's what i do like i have a credit card that i have like you know my hello fresh goes to uh my amazon purchases go there and i pay it down to zero every fucking month and then i get like all these fucking bonus so like get you know get bonus uh amazon dollars and shit i'm like i guess i mean as long as i don't really have to owe you niggas and i guess it's helping my credit but you know i'm not a fan of this Mm-mm. uh hell the way i figured they've been getting over on me it's time someone got over on them using the same game congratulations right. huh i said correct congratulations on getting those debts uh paid off fam that's a great accomplishment never mind what the hell fico talking about right now yeah someone told me it'll go back up eventually um even with me paying off those debts or whatever like it'll go back up uh so I mean, I know I can't be the first nigga to ever pay off some Mm-mm. shit, so. Yeah, I just think it's crazy that once you pay, cause the whole purpose is to pay you niggas back, right? I'm, I, I borrowed or whatever. You gave me money. I'm paying you back. I pay you back and you like, you know what? Fuck it. You paid us back. We're going to ding you for paying the shit off. That's stupid. Yeah. It ought to go up. Shit. I'm paying you back, bitches. Um, and, uh, lastly, as a programming note, uh, this next week, uh, I know we're doing the show tomorrow. Yes but we may not have all the shows next week i know wednesday karen's going to a concert so definitely yes i'm going to see mary y'all let's get it percolating come on i got my old auntie dances down i'm excited in this dancery yes because uh when we seen the bet awards and she put on a a one-woman concert i was like you know what i've never seen mary before so I thought about that shit and I was like, oh shit, she coming to Charlotte. Me and your mama gonna be, gonna be two-stepping it in a, in a four by four square and having a ball. We don't need no haters. Come on! We're just trying to love oh, one another. another. We just want y'all to have, have a good time. Yes, honey, I'm going to have a ball. Um, but also Karen starting a new job. 
uh this week congratulations i know i'm so excited it's paying way more money yes sir i can finally be a kept man yes you know i gotta keep your sock game and t-shirt game up you know the other day i went we went to a restaurant and uh this white man stopped us he was with his wife and he was like who uh he said well, y'all going in the restaurant i said yeah said who's taking out who i said uh and then before i could say anything karen's like he's taking me out because karen is a southern belle apparently that she said fuck y'all's feminist politics on twitter okay in real life i don't pay for meals mm-hmm. and so you know I'm i glad. mean it's actually still come out of the same but i know but you you but. definitely made a distinction that you were the one that was having her meal paid for i, I sure was absolutely did yes you pay for my meals i be looking like the fuck is this meal right so um anyway with the new job we'll have to see with the hours traffic all that stuff so we may or may not be putting our podcast uh after sunday uh until we see what the schedule yeah, looks like just play by ear yeah we'll play it by ear maybe you hear from us maybe you don't but tomorrow you'll definitely hear from us yes sir um but yeah absolutely happy and proud of you karen then i like you yes congratulations i am so uh excited uh, i'm so very happy it's been a transition uh i was with my old job for a very long time so it was kind of hard it's like a divorce but i was like bitches i got to go I'm, I'm sorry i got to leave y'all yeah it was you know not to do too much details but like her company that she worked for was going out of business essentially mm-hmm. so they was laying off people they gave karen a long period of time to she it was like well like they, they fucked up kind of it was like uh we're not laying you off until like november and i was like baby you should just start looking now and uh she was super worried about it it was just mm-hmm. funny right we <laughs> we come on this show i know we talk to you guys y'all writing but it's different when it's you though and um you know i'm very happy that like you know was five six years ago now when i lost my job karen was the number one person i wouldn't even call it a cheerleader it was more like a coach she wouldn't even let me (laughs) i couldn't even be sad because she was like now you can monetize this podcast i believe in you you can do it i don't know how to do it but you can do it figure it out right and so that's what i did right and with this situation you know she missed you know figure it out was all like what i'm gonna do and i'm like no we're gonna take it by steps you can do this you know and i told her also like and if push come to shove we would have to make some budget cuts but we could live off the podcast we just had to you know we eat out a lot less and do a lot you know go to the movies a little less you know we do we had to do a little less but still we could make it work that way you mm-hmm. know um so i said look you're walking into this you have like months worth of notice that you're looking for a job right um we have the podcast so we'll push on the show we'll figure something out with that mm-hmm. um you uh are very skilled you haven't had to look for a job in a long time which means that everything's gonna be easy it's like when we bought a new car right and it's like it's like you don't realize the upgrades you be like oh right. oh i like this 
like we was looking at cars and karen was like maybe i want like a 2000 lexus i'm like no get even if it's like a a, a, a nissan versa but it's like 2016 you're gonna feel the 16 years like you know like you don't know what it's like yet but you're gonna be in here and be like yo okay i see this shit got you know whatever like keyless entry or some shit or yeah, the, the upgrades yes right. oh it's got a trunk button or sort of whatever on the remote like just whatever little shit that they have done yeah. oh the the seats do something different they the, got wi-fi or whatever the fuck it yeah, is yeah whatever the fuck you guys know what i mean it's a big upgrade to you yes. like now now look if you just coming off of 2014 and you get a 26 maybe, maybe you a little mm-hmm. more snobby you like mm-hmm. this ain't shit but y'all I, I i was i was a no car payment girl my vehicles was literally in the 99 2000s like 97 96 type of vehicles 94 so I, my vehicle's over 20 something years old right so the point being though when we got those cars we was it was like oh this is the future we back right so that's kind of how i felt with this i was like when you apply for jobs it's so it's automated so many <sighs> so websites. much easier um you have a 15 year job history of doing everything at this company everything your resume is going to speak for itself that shit was long as fuck i started putting the guys like oh shit i've been working right uh there was some resources that were provided she went to like a resume class and stuff mm-hmm. and honestly i don't think she really needed to but it was really about the things it takes to make you feel confident and if right. that was listening to another person tell you the same shit i was saying definitely made you feel confident and then i told you also i said it was free yes going into these interviews um one you ain't got distress because you have months before you need to find a job right you ain't missed not nine paycheck yet mm-hmm. you're not in any like debt or anything so you're not it's not that desperate like i suck your dick interview that that, that people have had to give and right. you, you take the interview because you're too desperate right. like I, we've all had that experience um mm-hmm. So I said, you won't have to do that. Um, uh, she was worried about like her natural hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, one, you're beautiful. You don't have to like fuck them if they don't. I said, if they don't like your hair, you don't want to work there anyway. Right. But also, um, times have changed enough with natural hair for black women that, I mean, every fucking advertisement is like, at this point, it's almost, it's almost too far now it's not too far but y'all know what i'm saying where you almost chuckle to yourself sometimes when you see a certain type of person in the ad because you like yo they really find like the casting call must be like black woman must have natural hair because it's just every commercial it's like natural hair i'm driving toyota natural hair i'm I'm going to the mall natural hair brushing my teeth natural i'm like damn at this point we're gonna have to start a support group of people that still got perms like what the fuck (laughs) yeah you left the perm people behind this is fucked up but um they matter too right everybody matter get more than one black woman in the ad please but uh but yeah so i was like it's gonna be different the processions will be different Mm -hmm. um you're automatically a a magnetic charming person they're gonna they're gonna be drawn to that they're gonna you know and so it's funny (laughs) whatever five years ago you kind of like walked me through or at least uh cheerleaded me through whatever you supported me through that Mm -hmm. change and uh you know i was happy to be able to like return the favor in some way and that's really what marriage is it's not a ledger where you keep balance sheets or this is that and the other it's a partnership and we together 
and um i told her y'all i said you won't be interviewing long because she was just like i'll interview for like a couple weeks and then i'll stop applying then i'll do a couple more weeks and i was like yeah it's not gonna be long and yeah they snatched her up right away real quick like that recruiter lady was calling karen about every three minutes one day you know we couldn't even talk she was it was it was a phone call uh uh can you send this paperwork in real quick uh i think i i think i got somebody i'm like do that shit you know what i mean like can you uh what about this uh what about this time can you do the interview at this time I'm like yeah oh can you come back can you come back and do the interview i'm like karen did the interview and we got a call on the way home like, yes she was in the car and when they was calling like uh, uh so so we know the interview went well i just talked to him I'm like this one you're gonna get this job and she had, it was several jobs i was like you're gonna have a pick of jobs like yeah i was being a white woman of color i was so yeah. picky and i was waiting for anything to be wrong with the job so i could be like no fuck them people <laughs> anything wrong like ah oh, what was she it was no black people in the office you was the only one nope 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 that's what i said i said nope y'all, fuck that. y'all got to have some pepper in there no thank you i've heard too much about microaggressions it's, it's not so um yeah congratulations i know uh you start monday and like i mm-hmm. said it may affect the podcast times and yeah we'll figure out how to do the show around all that stuff oh, we will. um you know i'll be probably cooking dinner a little differently now and all that stuff um only thing i miss is we can't go to lunch together every day i know and and uh, roger looked at me but some of our favorite lunch people i started telling them i was like i'm letting because because some of them we actually she was telling them like they was getting laid off i was just letting them know and that was sad too Cadoba lady you won't be seeing us around i'm just letting much. the Cadoba lady know i'm like all these places are within five minutes of the house either way they will probably see us just not for lunch you know or they'll see me when i'm in there with my other family because now i can yeah, now you can now you can be out and open with them like all cheating ass niggas i have a whole other family uh that i can finally be free with and we can walk up in there and the children i don't pay child support on <laughs> can finally eat with daddy are you happy now now that my main woman got a different job i guess i'll use some of her extra money to get y'all some arby's or whatever you niggas ah, eat now we can afford the sauce yeah had to walk in there with my white family because that's right i came out of a tyler perry script y'all yeah apparently so it's all been fake uh all for this moment all right y'all that's it uh but yeah thank you everybody for listening thank and you. we'll be back tomorrow and then we'll see how the rest of the week goes um so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.